friends, to another episode of our bi-weekly podcast, where we simply want to quiet ourselves in the presence of God, to reflect on His Holy Word, to listen to the ways that He is speaking to us, and to receive His grace as He ministers to us during this time. As always, the structure of these podcasts is simple. We begin with a psalm. I'll then offer a short reflection posing a few questions for you to consider. You'll then be invited into 10 minutes of silence, which you can either shorten or lengthen as you see fit. And then we'll end with the Lord's Prayer. The purpose of these podcasts is simply to provide space for you to be in the presence of the living and the loving God and for Him to minister to you in whatever ways that you need. against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Jerusalem at the hands of his son Absalom, who had been plotting this overthrow for years and had slowly been turning the hearts of the people of Israel against David. Psalm 3 begins with David reeling from this experience, trying to understand what has happened. O Lord, how many are my foes, he asks in verse 1, for many are rising against me. David's shock was not so much about Absalom's actions, though they were horrific, but there were enough telltale signs beforehand for it not to be a total surprise to David. The shock, I think, was from seeing so many of his people turn against him. Many are rising against me, he said. What's so striking about verse 2 is that David's focus is not on what the people have done. It's on what they're saying. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. David's concern isn't primarily about what has happened to him. David's concern primarily is whether or not his relationship with the Lord is still intact. Whether God has abandoned David and turned his back on him. That's David's primary concern. And what's so striking about that is that David had so much 
by worldly standards. He had a throne. He had riches. He had power. He had authority. He had armies to command. He had everything that one would seek in this life. Yet none of that was first on David's mind. David was thinking about his relationship with God first and foremost. That was his most prized possession, his pearl of great cost. And I just invite you to reflect on that for a moment. Do you value your relationship with God like that? Do you prize your relationship with God above all else? If you were to lose everything else, would your relationship with God be first on your mind? The answer for David comes in the next verse. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Regardless of what David has experienced, the Lord is still his shelter and his protection, his refuge and his strength. The presence of the Lord hasn't departed from David. The very presence of the Lord is the shield around him. And the glory of the Lord lifts David's head. What a beautiful image that is of God being so present, so close to David that he just reaches out and lifts David's chin like a, a parent of a young child lifting the head of that young child to look the parent directly in the eye. God is the lifter of my head. Are there any specific discouragements that you're dealing with right now that are causing your head to fall? Are there any specific disappointments that you're dealing with at this time? You need the Lord to be the lifter of your head, to encourage you to speak words of life over you, to lift your face to his own, that you may see his everlasting love written on his hands and on his face. Perhaps during the time of silence today, this is what you will be asking of the Lord, for the Lord to be the lifter of your head, for him to lift your face to his. God lifted David's head, and that gave David the rest that he needed. I lay down and I slept, he says in verse 5. And when he awoke, he had experienced the Lord's sustenance and provision. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. Perhaps it's the rest and refreshment that you need most right now. Does your heart cry out for God's deep rest? Are you feeling tired and burnt out in the midst of all this?
Are you feeling overwhelmed by the various demands on your life right now? Will God's rest and provision be the thing that you're crying out for today? Lord, give me the rest that only you can provide. Sustain my soul as only you can. And then Psalm 3 ends by saying, Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Maybe your focus today needs to be on trusting that it's truly the Lord who brings about salvation and rest. That it's truly the Lord who is the lifter of our heads and the one who answers us from his holy hill. It can be very easy for us to try to do everything in our own strength to try to talk ourselves out of discouragement, to try to strive to enter rest, to try to will our own salvation. But the invitation of Psalm 3 is to bring all of these things before the Lord, our discouragements, our exhaustion, our need for rescue, to bring them all before God, because it is only God that gives us the encouragement that we need, the rest that our souls long for, and the salvation that all of us need. As we enter into this time of silence now, I would invite you to take a few deep breaths, to bring whatever it is that the Lord has been impressing upon your hearts before him, and to ask God to minister to you in whatever ways that you need.
this time of silence comes to an end, I would invite you to take another few deep breaths, to thank God for whatever ways that he has been ministering to you during this time, and to join me in praying the prayer that our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.